To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. 20 away from 7. Heather Duplessy-Allen. Now, new lending rules from the Reserve Bank are about to make it harder to buy a house. The new rules keep most of us from borrowing more than six times our annual income. So if you want to buy a house in Auckland, you're probably going to be needing a household income of about $170,000 a year. The Reserve Bank Governor Adrian Orr told a select committee he can only do so much to keep houses uh, affordable. You know, the debt to income is about making sure the probability of default is manageable. People not taking on too much debt beyond their income capability. Um, what we can't do is control house prices or demand for houses. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do that. So, you know, the simplest way of uh, getting downward pressure on house prices is building more homes. Now, that was today. CoreLogic Chief Economist Calvin Davison is with us now. Hey, Calvin. Hi. I mean, at, at that income level, that's impossible for most people, isn't it? Uh, it's a bit of a stretch, that's for sure. But I would also point out there are speed limits here. So the banks do have an allowance to lend outside the DCI rules. If they come in, that's the thing. They're not guaranteed yet, but I think it is likely. Um, so in that scenario, there are allowances outside the limits. So people shouldn't give up hope, that's for sure. What kind of allowances? Uh, so the banks will be allowed to lend 20% of all lending to owner-occupiers outside that DTI yeah. system. So one in every five loans can go out outside. Oh, jeez, I thought it was the other way around. So 80% of their book is tied to the DTIs. Yeah, basically. So they of all lending to owner-occupiers, 80% has to be within the DTI limits and 20% can be outside it. Now, new builds are exempt as well, so that's another option. And, of course, the the figures and I think that you quoted the story from the Herald today. That was that was assuming a, an average house price. Now your typical first home buyer doesn't actually pay the average price; they enter a bit lower than that. So there are yeah, there's, there's certainly some caveats that need to be noted. Does do you think this is going to work to slow the increases? And if so, how much? By how much will it slow it down? Uh, yeah, well, that's a big question. We, we we never know the counterfactual. It's it's very hard to know when, when we get into the future and the DTIs are in place. We'll never know what would have happened without mm. the DTIs, but but I, I I think they will change the environment pretty significantly over the long run. They'll they'll tie house prices more closely to incomes. They might not prevent house price cycles altogether. There could be bursts of growth, but I think over the longer term, it will mean a, a lower rate of house price growth than we otherwise might have had. So it'll help affordability, but it might not necessarily kind of bring it back to the levels we've seen and previous decades. Yeah, Calvin, hey, thank you very much for talking us through it. Calvin Davison, CoreLogic Chief Economist. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.